going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, 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 people. It's your boy, Munu. I'm back again. Hey, I've been on vacation still, but I'm back with my boys in the building. I've got my hater, C. Strider. I got the baby papa Ken's in the building. I got my boy Weisenberg in the building, and I got my boy Toast in the building. Hey, out what you been saying? Come on, Bebbles yeah, on! <laughs> Jake, Jake's buzzing. Football's coming home. Hey, hey, hey! It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. Hey, you know what? Let's just get with it, man. Shout out the ladies. England women have won the Euros. Hey, big up your chest, gals. You know? Like, Go on the gallem, man. Go on the gallem. Exactly, exactly. Well done to the Yo, girls, we, though. We got to give them the flowers, man, because the weight of pressure on their shoulders, obviously, after what happened last year with the men's final at Wembley again, boy, they delivered. Um, We look at the stats. Germany, what? haven't they, They've only beat them twice in their last 20 games. Um, Germany never having lost a final. But the girl said, forget all of that. We're England women and we're going to fuck shit up, man. And they did it, man. I'm seeing my girl Alex Scott crying tears. Man, hey, you know what? Let's not chat shit. It is a big day for um, football, especially women's football, man. They've they've come a long way and um, we shall throw as many flowers as they deserve, man, to, to to do the business in the big stage, shout out again, record-breaking attendance at Wembley. Um, yeah, man. So, hey, England men, you know what to do this Christmas. Give us give us a present, because imagine in the same year the, the ladies win the Euros and the men win the World Cup. Um, it's, it's, it's a possibility, man. We can start dreaming. We can start being excited. But they've kicked it off um, with this amazing achievement. So we want to shout. We want to shout the girls out, man, for sure. Um, Jake. Aside from football, I know you've been getting busy this weekend. So you got some tickets to the Commonwealth? Yeah, 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 yeah. Went and saw the egg chasing, rugby sevens as it was. <laughs> Paying £6 for a pint, boys. Always a fan of that. But it was, it's a good day out. Although there was the same announcement every two minutes when there wasn't a chant going on. It's like, where have you all gone? Oh Still my God. Hey, it's rugby and you know what it, you know we, we we are a footballing podcast and whatnot but we do like to spread awareness to other sports Tosin um, I know you're very um, keen on athletics as well who, who, who's, who's doing the best this, mo- this moment in England because I know you follow England athletics quite well yeah man um, you know what man it's been it's been a it's been a weird sort of year and obviously we just had the world athletics championships in it man um, so we have, there's an 800 meter runner called Keely Hodgson. She won um, an Olympic gold uh, last year in, was it Tokyo? So right now I'd say she's probably one of the people kind of flying the flag for um, the UK team in it, man. I mean, we've had a lot of disappointment in like the, in like the sprints, but uh, like middle distance, 800, 1,500. Um, we had a British guy uh, win the 1,500 at uh, the world championships um, only a couple of weeks ago, man, isn't it? So yeah, man, big up, big up um, the British team, innit? Team GB. Chase, and I know we've got some um, some sprinters in the team. Calvin, you, you, you're quite fast, isn't it? Like, if, if you what, if you didn't kick ball, would you, would you do a bit of sprinting or nah? Nah, man, my hamstrings can't handle that, G. 
I'm injury prone these days. Maybe in my younger days. <laughs> yeah. But fam, if I don't have a good warm up, boy, my thing's pinging. It's it's sticky. But hey, you know, it's good to see we've got all the ladies are doing their thing. We've got the reflectors coming soon and football's on the corner. But yeah, man, we had our first curtain razor, as we all know. The winners of the Premier League of last season, the winners of the FA Cup. Kenna, I saw you did paintballing. Like, how, how was your shooting? Because, boy, your club shooting was on target still this weekend. Bro, my shooting's like Lacazette last season. But anyway, <laughs> I came back and I see us lifting trophies, man. It's normal behaviour, man. Oh, what? Are we bringing back the... Eh, eh, you know, is, is that coming back for this season or what? Bro, you'll see all my predictions, man. Um, let, let's let's let, let's just say one thing. Actually, I want to say one thing to you guys. Who knows that Nigel Farage meme where he goes, um, <laughs> you, <laughs> "You all laughed at me. Uh, who's laughing now?" Like, hey, shout out Darwin Nunes, man, because this they was like, the Uruguay <laughs> Central Sea came on and changed hey. the game. <laughs> my bro, thanks. So what, Tosin, are you, are you apologising for that name or what? Are you still going to run it for a little bit longer? Nah, man. That that Donny has definitely spent more time in the booth than on the training pitch, innit? Let's keep it 100, man. Like, the text nah. still ain't there, but... Nah, I told but, Tosin, run it whilst you can. He's going to bag in and around the box, innit? Because it's in, the, thing, the, thing, the thing is, Monu, innit? It's inherent that he'll bag because he plays he plays for Liverpool, innit? But the player himself... He ain't in it, man. Let's keep it 100, in it, man. I mean, look at the conversion that's rate all, yesterday, man. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get into the community show, then. Don't watch that. All of that is all irrelevant. He's a shooter and he's coming in to shoot. That's it. Mm. All right, man. Uh, no, let's go straight into it, man. So, like I said, we had the curtain raiser of, this, um, of the Premier League. Um, it was Liverpool against Man City. Um, obviously, the ladies playing at Wembley this weekend. The game was actually played at... Um, the Walker, is it even called Walker Stadium? King Power. Yeah, King Power. That's it, because that's next in door to you, Jake. Um, fam, hey, I, I, I still call uh, Reading the Majeski, and apparently that's been changed name as well. Um, but yeah, the King Power Stadium, which actually kind of makes sense, because why would two teams from the North come all the way to Wembley for a final? It doesn't really make sense. So um, maybe that could be something the FA could look into. Um yeah, it was a very good game. I think the quality was there to show from the get-go. I think Liverpool did what they had to do. Um, Present from the start, I know, Kenneth, you missed it, but some of the us boys caught the game. Um, Liverpool obviously taking the lead and then coming back. Um, I know Tosh was happy to see VAR come in. And then, um, funny enough, it was VAR that got Liverpool the winning goal. Um, Nunes, man, like, what are we saying? Kenna. I mean, let me go straight to you because your boy's been getting a lot of heat. Um, he's come up, he's come up clutch. He's got the winning goal, and he's literally, he's literally silenced the haters. Bro, I, I said it from I think the start. I was probably the most critical out of anyone of Nunes. I said it, his touch isn't it. Hundred percent um, sign on to that. However, he will score goals and he'll score big goals. He came on. I think it was 60th minute. Uh, I think it was one nil to us. Um, then obviously City scored to make it 1-1 but then he was the difference like as soon as he came on like the way Liverpool were playing with Firmino completely changed Firmino obviously we all know how he plays he comes to the ball as soon as anyone gets the ball Nunes is like a sprinter bro he runs in behind he stretches side he was offside for the first chance um, the Edison save 
And then he got the one 1v1, which he should have scored, but great save, Edison. So that's two. Then he had the the header, which he won the penalty. Salah went and scored. He had another header from another cross, just wide he should have scored. And then he obviously then he scored. So in reality, for me, he came on 30 minutes cameo, uh, more touches than Haaland, could have ended up in a different day and a hat-trick. And like I said, in a season, this guy will score goals for us. Like a guy who's literally going to camp on what between the twelve yard, twelve yard line, and he will just score goals. Darwin gang stand up. So, like I said, there as well. A lot of people were hating on the name. Um, our boy Tosin gave him the nickname. <laughs> Tosin, what's that nickname again, bro? Because boy, you were heavy on it. That Uruguayan Central C, my guy. So, seeing that performance, I mean, you know, it's too early to say. Because um, someone was looking at me saying, oh, yeah, it could be a Makeda part two. He's got one cracker and you won't hear from him again. Um, do you still maybe have reservations on that nickname or are you still going with it? I'm still sticking with it, my guy, innit, man? Like, if we keep it 100 now, um, Liverpool fans, they, they obviously appreciate, like, Diogo Jota, but they've said for a long time that there's elements of his, his, his game like, in terms of, like, the link-up and his ability to do stuff outside the box. Um, in build up to like creating chances means that he's almost like a minus one sometimes. So for me, looking at Darwin Nunes from what I've seen so far, I don't really see how he's necessarily an upgrade. So anything that Jota has given Liverpool, I can, I don't, I wouldn't even say Darwin is up to doing the same thing. I don't think Darwin is anywhere near as good a player as Jota, who Liverpool fans have criticized for a long time. So I'm not really sure why. Liverpool fans are getting excited about this player personally. I, I mean, like I said, then like I just don't think there is as much ability there as there should be. In it, you like at the end of the day, Sadio Mane is a world class player. Like you want to try and replace like for like, it is not like for like whatsoever, man. Like I mean, it couldn't it couldn't be any less like for like. Do you know what I mean? So that, I personally think Liverpool are going to struggle. I don't see him scoring 15 goals. If Darwin Nunes is scoring 15 goals, hell, Gabriel Jesus is scoring 30 goals. In it, man, put it that way. <laughs> If I just rebuttal that, I think that is the point. The point of us not signing, for example, Nkunku is because it's too similar to Mane of where... Remember the argument, Tosa, where I was having with um, Prez probably even like a year ago of we needed to refresh this front three, front four. Jota came in and Jota is still quite similar to what we have. And yeah, the, the, there's differences between Jota and Nunes of where, to me, Nunes is significantly more athletic He's obviously like six foot three, six foot four. He's a runner. And we'll see how good of a finisher he is in comparison to Jota because Jota scores goals. I think he's probably as good, but they're different players. But you've seen just the impact of of Nunes yesterday. And you're going to see that throughout the whole season of where this boy, all he wants to do is running behind. He'll occupy centre-halves of where you've seen for the, the two of the goals, Diaz and Ake, Bro, they, they had no idea what the hell they were doing. So in reality, that should free up space for Diaz and should free up space for Salah to be one-on-one with their fullback. So that's I, what he I, brings I, to I, I, hear, I hear all that. If you want to make the case that he'll get in behind the defenders more than Jota, then fine. And I hear that. But for me, from what I've seen anyway, Jota's a better finisher. So my no, man's no, getting in behind. Fine. I don't disagree My man's with getting that. in behind, but he can't yeah. finish his dinner. I mean, no, like, no, no, he bro. Will. Like, bro, bro, like the, the, the one-on-one he had earlier on in the game, like, go into your dink bag, my guy. Like, just dink it over the keeper, yeah, man. It's a good man. save. You can't, you can't say it's not a good uh, save. It's a, it's, oh, it's really? a good save, yeah. You should have uh, scored man. a high line like City, though. 
City play with a very high line and they allow for people to this run. Is another, th- this is another thing, that. Calvin, as well, most, man. You understand? Most teams like... don't play with high lines like that. No, so no, no. It's I a different agree. kind of game. Right. I think, do, do you know what? how it will play out? How I think, anyway. I, I agree with you. But it'll be a case of, do you know um, how we play? Um, what's he called? Van Dyke, Trent, Robbo, Matip. As soon as they get the ball deep, they know. Right now, they switch it to Salah. They switch it to Diaz. And when, especially when um, Bobby plays... No, we're not playing that straight ball through their center half. We're playing it diagonal towards the, the, the wide players. Now, we can go straight through the middle, especially when Fabinho gets it, Thiago gets it, the, the slip passes. What, because of Nunes? Ah, oh, come on, bro. Who do you think he got up top? You mean? Bro, he's a runner. The middle. This is all I'm trying to say. This guy is an athlete. He's there simply to stretch that. The same way, do you see how City signed Haaland? It's exactly the same. Haaland is a running behind. He's no link player. He's, he's going to so, have minimal touches. So what? You're saying you signed a, a track runner, yeah? 800 meter man or what? Because he's oh, a runner. That's the same as Haaland. I'm not going to lie. I'm not <laughs> going to nice. lie. I'm not going to lie. Haaland is there to stretch sides and bag. And Nunes is going to do the same thing. Bro, he's not, he's don't obviously put Haaland in the same finisher. category, my guy. And no, 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 no. Hey, I'm not we'll, saying... We'll, on no planet am I saying he's as good of a finisher as um, Erling Haaland, but I'm saying that's why he's bought to do that and to bring us a different dimension. That is all he's there for. Uh, we'll I get personally... to Haaland, but Calvin, uh, we'll get back to that Haaland conversation, but Calvin, as our <laughs> resident striker, um, how did you make of Nunes' performance? Yeah, obviously he came on, like Ken I said, changed the game, was a threat and behind um, and ultimately won the penalty and, and, and scored to make it 3-1. So, yeah, like, I, I don't know about the antics of him balling with the medal in his mouth afterwards. I don't know if he knows as a charity shield or what. <laughs> Obviously, he's been taking... He's been taking My man never seen silverware in his life, you know. Oh, he was Bro, crying that's like the same as When's the last time Stride seen a, any silverware? Yeah, here we go. Oh, Rod, Kenna, Kenna, what did Stride do to you? What the hell? Oh, my Lord. You know, like that, like Ken, we're talking about Nunes, G. Just settle down, man. You had your time. Anyway, um, but like I said, in terms of impact on the game, yeah, he, he had his impact and he, he done his thing, man. So, like, I, I can't I can't hate on man, but it's like Toe said, obviously, in terms of everything else, his first touch is disgusting. Yeah, his second touch is a tackle. Like, in terms of his hold up play, didn't really get too much of it. What I've seen from clips, terrible. Yeah, so I don't know if, if he is going to be as good as or whatever as as people have maybe maybe said or maybe fought out. But in terms of goal scoring, look, for Liverpool, you're going to get chances in it because they create chances in abundance. It won't always be as easy as it is against City because, like I said, they play over high line and it's easy to get in behind. But ultimately, Liverpool are one of the best teams in the league and he will score goals if he gets given a chance. But He'll eat. I don't know if he's going to... I don't know if he's going to play like as in the starting striker week in, week out. I don't know if Kenner thinks he's going to play there, whether it'll be Firmino or whatever. But yeah... I think um, there's still obviously a lot to see from him, but let's see if he starts next week against Fulham. Boy, um, someone that did not have their shooting boots on. I mean, coming to this game, there were two people, obviously Nunes being one of them and the second person being Haaland, the new boys in the Premier League. And hey, Jake, I think you could have done a better job up front for New- for City. Um, if it wasn't Haaland. What did you make about that? Oh, I'm going to say, it was, a, it was a shambolic first game for him. No? Is that, was that being too harsh? Um, Just on that first point, I definitely couldn't do it. My knees have given up on me. I'm an old man. <laughs> I, 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 I wish I could, don't get me wrong. 
Um, yeah, it's, it's obviously a bad performance. Like, what was it, 16 touches in the game? Like, he, he just wasn't involved. That's as plain as simple as that. He missed those, was it two, really? Like, chances that Haaland you would expect him to bury. If you can miss one, that's fair enough. Everyone misses one. Two, you're just thinking a bit like, okay, that's definitely just not your day, lad. Um, yeah, like, I think City are going to have to take a lot of time in getting used to him. That front three just seemingly was not on form. Like, Grealish got dragged as soon as Foden came on. By all things considered, he looked a lot better than Grealish. Alvarez came on for Mares, and that boy is a player. He is going to be dangerous. Yeah, so, he looks good, man. Yeah, he, he looks terrific. So, yeah, in terms of Haaland, it's a bad start for him, without a doubt. I think we're all going to sit here and assume, like... He's going to score goals. He's going to be a terror. He's just got to get used to the play, people playing around him. I I do think City are going to have to adapt to him a little bit more in terms of their style of play because they're not going to be able to wait for Haaland as much as they just play a couple of earlier balls in, just get him running at people. But yeah, like just, yeah, overall, he wouldn't be happy. I don't think Pep would be happy with his first performance. But lucky enough, the charity. The charity shield. When you win it, it's a good start to your season. When you lose it, it's just another preseason friendly. So yeah. that's what it. It's just another ninety minutes for him to get used to the players around him. And like I said, I think he's going to improve. I think it's inevitable. It's just how long he takes doing it. It shouldn't be um, that long, considering what talent he has. Um, but Kenan, man, people are telling me his new nickname is. Um, Halaku, obviously remixing with our former boy Lukaku, man. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that, that, that name stinks, man. I can't like football Twitter. It's the with some gems, but that stinks, man. I'm sorry. Mundo, you know what I said? If, if Nunes dropped that performance, we'd have had theses from people. It's stunk yesterday. Absolutely what, was he that bad? Yeah, no, it, we have to give the same energy because, like Kenneth said, that if it was Nunes on the other on the other foot, um, it would be getting it would be getting grilled left, right, and centre. So if, if you watch it, like Matip and Van Dijk bullied him, and then when he got on the ball, it was heavy, it was it was lethargic, and he just didn't look sharp. Of where, of course, he's gonna get sharper. Hundred and I think he'll score goals, but let's keep it a buck, man. Yesterday he was horrible, horrible. Yeah, have yeah. to agree. Time, he struggled, time man. He struggled. Like he, he, he definitely struggled. Hey, but Tosin, do you know who's not struggling? Huh? <laughs> do you know who's not struggling? Oh, boys, boys, boys. I fucking bought into it, man. Um, let me say to the listeners, Gabriel Jesus, when he got signed to Arsenal, I, I went to excited. But what I'm seeing right now, yeah? Okay, I know Calvin's going to come at me in a minute, but when we had Lacazette, yeah? I haven't really seen how much we starved with Lacazette last season. We were starving. My boy Gabby pulled up with a three-peat on the weekend, man. Um, obviously, pre again, let me, let me simmer down, you know, because if, if the, if the, if the, if the Bexley boys were on, on air right now, they'll be losing their heads. But it is a pre-season friendly against Seville, um, who've, people saying they've lost their defenders and whatnot. Um, but Tosi, man, Gabby grabbing some goals. What are we saying? Man. Right? Are we, Man, bro, like Lacazette scored six goals in all competitions last season, bro. I, I know it's preseason, but the fact that 
in a in a handful of preseason games, Jesus has already matched Lacazette's goal return for the whole of last season. All comps, Prem, Europa, FA Cup, League Cup. It's disgusting, man. Like that Donny was working against us. He's a double agent, man. And I'm so glad he's gone to Leon now. And it's so mad because he's actually bagged two goals in preseason for Leon. So I don't know why I go on there, but Gabriel Jesus, man, can't say enough about the guy, man. Two of the goals that he scored yesterday are the exact sort of goals that I expect him to feast on this season. One of them was like a, a sliding finish in the six-yard box. Another one, just great anticipation from across. The ball was bobbling in the box and he got there. Like, I mean, like, like I've, I've been saying for some time now, since the start of summer, like in and around the box, he's brilliant. Like he's got very, very good instincts. He's got good quick feet. He's got a good eye for goal as well. And like I've always said, I've always felt like he's a player that listens when he's told to do something. And like, clearly our te- the, met- the message from Arteta is just be that guy in and around the box and let your instincts do the work. And he, he's, He's, he's paying dividends, man. Like another hat-trick yesterday. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sevilla, they were, they were still in Las Vegas, isn't it, man? Because I don't know what what performance they put in, man. They were horrible yesterday. But all credit to our team. Saka got two. Jesus got a hat-trick. We looked really sharp. Martinelli, two assists. Enketia off the bench, um, got a goal. Yeah, man. I mean, best possible kind of end to our preseason. Well aware that <laughs> that Crystal Palace game under the lights, in front of Sky Sports, the whole of the UK are going to be watching, hoping we lose. It's going to be a very, very tough game. It's going to be a completely different game. But our centre forwards, Sakas obviously getting two, Gabriel Jesus getting a hat trick, Martinelli um, two assists. We can take a lot of confidence going into that game, man. Um, I've said a lot about Ben White, obviously right back. I've said a lot about the franchise piece. I'm liking that back three, that back four right now, man. I'm not going to lie in it, man. I, I want to see. I feel like we need to throw Saliba in at the deep end. He needs to get these starts in these early part of the season. Let um, Ben White stay right back until Tommy Asu's fit. And let's just see what happens, man, isn't it, man? But like I said, great way to end the, end the preseason, man. On that, Tosin, are you, would you not, would you want to start as that back four um, against Palace on Friday? I or think would you make just, any changes? I personally would keep it the same, innit? Just for, I mean, yeah. I, I know, I know Tommy Asu's injury isn't like too, isn't going to be too long and he probably will be in contention to play very, very soon. I don't know if he'll be available Friday, but for me, just in terms of like the familiarity that that, that back four the last couple of weeks have gained, like let's just give them a run. Innit? And for me, like I said, I'm not really a fan of Ben White at centre-back personally, but he's, he's, he's had two st- steady games at, at right-back. So let's see. And the, honestly, we need to improve defensively. So if he can show us something on the defensive side at right-back, then calm in it. Like we'll live with the results, man. So... Let's see. Absolutely, absolutely. Because there's no way I'm having Cedric as a backup to Tommy Asu, man. Um, man. If we can get, <laughs> if we can get Ben White there as a backup right back, or even until Tommy is fit, I'm I'm, I'm not having Ben White as start ahead of Saliba and um, Gabriel. In my opinion, no way, obviously man. Left back, left back. We've now um, topped it up with, with Zinchenko, and then obviously if Tierney comes back, you know. It's just got options. So things are looking very, very good for um, the Gunners leading up to this Friday night game um, to kick off the Premier League. I, w- I won't talk about how the um, Premier League likes to give Arsenal um, hard games to start off the season back to back, kicking off on speak, a Friday boy. night. But, mm, mm. but anyways, let, let's not make excuses, man. Um, that was Arsenal's last game for pre-season before they, like I said, they start on Friday night. Jake, um, how did you guys get on in your final games um, before the new season? We played Udinese twice, twice and beat him twice. 
Like they were very boring games. The only thing yeah. I take away from them is like the first team uh, allayed a lot of my personal concerns because it was very much a, we played Udinese Friday night with the first team and like Sterling fit in. That boy was menacing. His finish was appalling for his goal. <laughs> like he put the keeper on the floor of a like of like almost fake shot, fake dink, then put it. Like, tried to trip it over the keeper, like toe poke it. It hit the keeper, then hit him, then went over the keeper, and just sat there and went, "Oh, that's me, and I love it. That's what you want to see. Some dirty shit goals." Um, but yeah, like him and Mason were at, were connecting brilliantly. As was Kai, they were pressing really nicely. Kante looked like Kante. Like if he's at full form, we're a completely different squad. So it was great to see him just absolutely flying about the pitch as usual. Koulibaly came in and seemingly settled really nicely. Um, I don't want to take too much away from it because it's Udinese. Like it, it doesn't matter. We should be beating them anyways with our first team. So I guess for me, it was more the fact that like obviously after the Arsenal result of preseason, getting absolutely decimated, to just go against that team and just show a lot more really it's like okay there is still a lot of potential in that team it's just a case of the same as last year where how consistently are we going to be able to raise ourselves to that level but yeah like we did well enough there were no injury concerns like just got to get the boys revved up now Everton 5.30 first Sky game of the year well no sorry second because you boys are starting on it Let's let's go. We we gotta be ready now. We gotta start getting on with it. So, are you feeling confidence going into the start of the season? Obviously, with all your defensive worries and whatnot. Um, it's a really good question. I would say until the transfer window is over, because the way the rumor mill has been this whole summer for Chelsea, it's still churning out left, right, and centre. So, until we've got a settled squad, I'm I'm not certain. I think we've obviously not got enough. It's a challenge for the top two. That's completely evident. Um, it's just got to be a race for the top four. We're going to be in and amongst it, I think so, unless there's obviously injuries, but you can't legislate for that. But I think, yeah, we'll we'll be in and amongst the top four race, Top trying to go for third again, and we just have to go from there. That I'm confident we'll be in that, but that doesn't really scream confidence, does it, that you'll be in a race. That's a bit boring, but that's the best I can do so far. All right, man. Um, thanks for that. And obviously, see Strider, man. You lot had your final game. Um, I actually wasn't even at you before we started recording. I didn't know who you lot played, but I just found out you lot lost to your former manager's team, Roma, man. Um, what happened there? Uh, poor performance, man. I can't lie. It was very disappointing. I tuned in um, after the, the Community Show final, and yeah, it was just very disappointing. Um it's been a similar problem to what it was last year. I'm not gonna like look into it too much, but just uh, playing against a team with a deep block that like to defend and just trying to trying to break them down, and we, we couldn't really. Um, obviously, Perisic started for the first time. He was impressive. Um, Basuma started for the first time. He came off at half time. Didn't have his best game, but in general, we just didn't really create many chances. Um, and yeah, another thing that was disappointing was conceding from a corner, which happened a lot last season. So, all in all, yeah, it's not good, especially for um, momentum and with the season starting next week. But yeah, it's a preseason but game. But obviously, it? So you can't yeah, really, you're not too. Can't really look into it too yeah, much. exactly. 
So you're not too concerned on the main, leading into the season having lost? Nah, the main yeah, go on. The main issue for me is just obviously the whole thing of trying to break teams down. Like we haven't addressed it with any signings we've made, um, and we struggled with it last season. So it's just one of them things where like if a team does come, we do come against a team whether that's at home or away, and they want to put 10, 11 men behind the ball, then how are we going to break them down? But yeah, um, obviously we've got Southampton next week. We we start there and we and we, we obviously move on in it. But yeah, not the best result. Uh, yeah, man, it's what it is. And um, for our listeners, we're hoping the United boys will finally join us again. Um, they're not here today. Um, but looking at their results, um, they've lost a game and drawn a game this weekend. I believe they lost to Atletico Madrid 1-0. And then they've drawn, who did they play today? Real, one of these Spanish teams, no? Or was it, can anyone confirm? Real uh, Sociedad? It was Balicano. Balicano. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Um, one or draw there. Um, so yeah, we can't really speak too much on that because I don't think any of us would have watched their games, but, um, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, um, Movement has been happening in the um, background with United. What what do we think about that, guys? So, like, just an open question to everyone: Can our see strides, Jake? Um, with United making signings in the backroom of things, do you, do you think that's going to actually bring the club back a bit, or are they just nonsense signings? That's what they had to do. That's that's the first place United had to start is sorting out what's going off on the off the pitch. Sorry. Like until they got that started, at least they were never going to do anything on the pitch. Like you're you're just relying on blind luck at that point. Like I, I hate doing this current comparison, but we sort of have to, don't we? It's the, like the Fergie years compared to now. Like Fergie was such a titanic figure; he could sort out so many problems by himself, or at least his presence would. Right, whereas he goes and you don't have that presence as a manager. And the cracks are just start to slowly peer, slowly peer, slowly peer. And it comes down to the final part. And no, it doesn't come down to the final part, but you come down to now where it's just you're having to build such foundations, really, of the club back up. So as a United fan, like you may not know if it works out or not, but at least you can sit there and be like, do you know what? We are at least trying to address these moves. Like Whether or not it works out is a completely different thing. You'd never know. But at least the attempts there, they're addressing some problems and they're wanting to start on them. Like I'm seeing Benny McCarthy come in to teach the forwards how to run. Like people are gonna joke about that, but you watch Martial play and off the ball, he does not know how to attack space whatsoever. That's his main thing. On the ball, fantastic when he's got his confidence. But off the ball, he does not know how to truly get into space properly. So Benny McCarthy could be key to unlocking him. You never know. But at least Eric Ten Hag's not messing about and going, we need to address this. Let's get someone in. Like, it's fast-paced. It's movement. Like, good on him. Let's see how it goes. I hope it fails miserably. <laughs> it, sounds like you, it sounds like you could be teaching um, Marshall a thing or two there, Jake. Um, oh, mate. I can't <laughs> run myself, but I know how it looks. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that as well. But... um that's more so the preseason games coming towards an end. Now, as we near closer to the start of the league, I just want to quickly go around the table, just ask guys, how happy have you been with your club's transfer activity? And Calvin, I'm going to go straight to you because I think you guys have made the most sign-ins and I have been heavily critical, as you know, 
but you know, I've given my reasons. But from 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 your point of view, how happy are you with your dealings so far? Yeah, I'm pleased. I think, like I said, we've um, made some good signings. We addressed a few areas that needed to be addressed. Obviously, if I was to give it a, a rating out of ten, I'd say an eight. Um, they're still, for me, we need a creative midfielder. Like I mentioned earlier, we're struggling to to break teams down, and that could be an issue for the season. Um, and another centre back, Joe Roden's going out to Rennes on loan, so another centre back would be good as well. But all in all, like we've addressed the areas we needed to. We've got Perisic in; he improves our eleven. Basuma improves our eleven. Richarlison gives us depth up front. Depth up front. Spence is a good signing, maybe more so one for the future. But who knows? Four star backup keeper, homegrown, so it makes sense as well. And Longley for me, <laughs> as much as as much oh, as people have been critical grown. about him, which is not, but it's true though. Like having a homegrown player is, is a good thing. It's a backup keeper, like you know what I mean. If you don't even have a Celeris, and as well as that, he's a good goalkeeper. Let's not forget, like Fraser Forster is an experienced good goalkeeper. Mm. So, and then Longley is a like I said, TBC. <laughs> like I don't know, but he's he's a ball playing centre half. He's left footed, and in the two games I've seen him playing so far, I've been impressed. So all in all, good window despite what you think. But you're biased, so I expect it. Brother, brother, I haven't said to you I'm not biased at all, bro. I'm thinking, I, I've admitted, Richardson and that Spence Donny, great signings for you. I just feel Perisic, no, sorry, not Richardson, um, what's his name? Basuma and Pet and Spence, great signings, okay? Like, Basuma is a steal. Perisic, yeah, he'll give. I'll give. I'll give you that. He'll give experience, but I don't think it's necessarily a great signing for you, a lot. You know how I feel about Foster and um, this whole homegrown bullshit you trying to tell me. But my man will pull a performance against Arsenal anyway, so I know that for a fact. Um, and yeah, I can't, I, yeah, but uh, let me but know. Gee, let me, well, not upset let me you ask you this much, question. But, hey, no, 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 I'm not upset. Listen, yeah. does Perisic come in, and <laughs> is he our best left wing back? That's the question you need to ask. And if the answer to that is yes, then... Bro, he's an old Donny. I'm telling you, I'm telling you old, now, listen, Perisic, three years ago, three years ago... Mm, okay, you know what? Calvin, age this would be a good debate when the season starts, man. I can't wait. Because mm, at the end mm, of the day, yeah, he mm. brings winning experience. So, 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 hella, he he's on a hella... At the end of the day, yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, he comes yeah. in, he is our best mm. left wing back, he has worked under Conte before and performed very well. And yeah, maybe a few years ago you can argue he was more at his best, but he's come off the back of an unbelievable season at Inter Milan. So I think to just throw the age card out there, it's just lazy and it's just easy to say that because there's been players of an age that have come into the Premier League and done well despite their age. So, do you know what I mean? I think it's very, very lazy. And he looks after himself. He's athletic. He's healthy. He's not one of them ones who's going to come in and be a hey, slob. Name, so, name, look, name me one. Like man, name, said, me, name me one that's coming. Name me one, brother. Name me what? And what? An older player that's coming to the Premier League and done well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo, G. Do you mean the, the Giza's 37? Oh, okay. So Ronaldo's the same level as Perisic. Ah, cool. Anyways, we're going to move on to Jake. Um, Jake, as a team that's not signed many players, what are you saying? Um, I'm guessing if I was to grade this um, transfer, it would probably be L for the amount of L's we've been given out by specifically Barcelona in trying to go for players. Um, yeah, like, I love the Sterling signing. I think that's one of the signings of the window. Getting in one of the best players in the Premier League for the price tag that he was at. 
fantastic signing for us. I think he's going to adapt to the team extremely well in his playing style. I think he's almost he's going to be the bit of ego that that forward line needs. So really happy with that. Koulibaly, I think it is a good signing. It could be a bit dangerous in a couple of years, given his age, to give a four-year contract to him. But for right now, like he still looks extremely athletic. He's obviously been a, one of the premier centre-backs in Europe for a number of years now. So very happy with that. Obviously, I think we all would have wanted to do more. Well, all Chelsea fans would have wanted more business to come in. Uh, we've been looking for another centre-back for ages. We've gone through all of them, it seems, in Europe. Um, and like the Rafinha signing, coming close on that and not managing to see it through. So I think with this Chelsea squad now, it is very in flux. There's just... You're, we're really seeing the downsides of changing managers so quickly in such short amount of time, where from Conte to Sari to Lamps to now Tuchel, and like the dregs of this squad are only just getting shown the door by people. I mean, people like Bakayoko and Batshuayi and Kennedy and Baba Rackman still have Chelsea contracts, not to mention Ross fucking Barkley. So I think to not have a sporting director as well, director of football that can truly like be dedicated to sorting this out as opposed to Tuchel who has to focus on coaching whilst dabbling in this and Todd Burley who just doesn't have the experience. So I would have liked to see more both ingoings and outgoings. And I think it is still going to be a very busy month for us. Like we're just about to sign an American keeper with, Apparently about to loan out Kepa and Werner. Like, so it, I squad's going to be a lot different from what it is right now in a month's time. And it's going to be very interesting to see how that goes because I've been very vocal on this. I like to see my team doing their business early and we haven't been able to for a myriad of factors. So how we react, do we panic or are we going to make measured decisions? We'll have to see how it goes. Ah oh, man, interesting stuff coming over there. Um, Tosin, obviously we spoke about Arsenal. Um, you happy then, yeah, with what we've done? Um, happy, but could be happier, man. Hundred percent. I mean, I think if we kind of take the whole window, um, in take all things considered, with regards to what happened in the window, yeah, we've kind of obviously made some good signings. Um, obviously Gabriel Jesus being like the marquee one, but obviously at the beginning of the window there was talked about Rafinha obviously I know Jake feels that pain as well as well as I do and obviously Tielemans as well I definitely feel that those of the left wing and centre midfield are definitely two positions which we definitely could have strengthened um with us potentially maybe at some point this season losing one of our centre midfielders um it would have been absolutely brilliant to have got a player like Tielemans and likewise um I, I feel like there's been fire in Martinelli's belly because maybe there's been talks about whether or not we're going to get another winger in um, over the summer, which is good. But for me, I don't know if we can just go into the season with just Martinelli alone, like unless he kind of really doubles his output, which I mean, I mean, right now it's difficult for me to see that happening, man. So, I mean, Edu did say quite recently that um, the window is not done and Arteta said the same thing. So, Let's see what happens, man. But I think they might have just been trying to say that to appease the fans personally, man. But yeah, you know, you, you know these professional liars, man. 
Do you know, do you know what I mean? So yeah, all all in all, good, but not not great. I mean, I think it'd be a stretch to say great. Uh, we love to hear it, man. Um, like I said at the uh, start of this pod, um, we haven't got many. Well, we've got no United fans, so let's just collectively as a group, what would we give their transfer business so far, guys? I mean, uh, man, that, like, cut. yeah, go on, yeah. go on, Jake, go on, Jake. I, I just think for me, until they get a centre mid, I don't care. That's ge- that's genuinely. Like, I've been so vocal with this with United until they get a centre mid to break up that shitty McTom partnership. It does not matter because they won't be able to control the centre of the pitch. They won't be able to dictate dictate tempo of games. Like, it doesn't matter. It it you're just improving marginally. Want until you address your major problem, they still haven't been able to because they can't get De Jong over the line, and seemingly Ten Hag won't move on to an alternative. So for me, until you do, it's like a five out of ten. I don't see how yeah. United fans could argue anymore until I mean, you sort out centre, centre mid. Once you sort out centre mid, a lot of their problems are going to go away. Trust me. Yeah, no, percent man. To, to piggyback off that, obviously, I, I feel like one of the areas they really need to needed to address was centre back, and obviously they brought in Martinez. But man, I'm sorry, like I, I just don't see how somebody at that stature is going to dominate in the Premier League. Like, and United like significantly need to make strides at centre back. So I don't know whether or not he takes them like over over the edge in that position. Personally, I mean, he might prove me wrong, but I don't think he will. So yeah, man, I mean, I, I don't think it's been a particularly great window, but Based on, I guess, um, a lot of their preseason games, it looks like there's going to be a heavy reliance on the players they currently have. If, I mean, so I guess we'll see, man. Um, Calvin, I want to come to you quickly. Um, how is it going to feel seeing Ericsson rock up the United top next season? Uh, never nice, but don't really care, really. I'm just happy that he's a, he's well and, and healthy and able to play. Obviously, he... Done, done great at Brentford last year. We were linked with him. Didn't want him apparently, and he's got the move to United. So fair play. I hope he, hope he does all right there. But it's what it is, isn't it? We know what it's like, man. Football. He, he ended the day. He forced the move out of Spurs. So once he done that, I was kind of, kind of done with him anyway. So all the best to him. Good luck. But but correct me if I'm wrong. When you guys linked, yeah, with... yeah we were linked with him. But when you guys linked with him, him yeah, so, yeah, I would have taken him as, as a fan, like, as a. F- yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, thanks for answering that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would have taken. Um, so like, as a fan, as, as a fan, you'd have taken him back. Yeah, I would have taken him back because he is that creative midfielder that can unlock a door, can unlock a defense, can get the ball deep in pockets and whatever, find a pass. So I would have taken him, but you know, obviously there was there was a reluctance for the club to to make that move. So wish him all the best at United. Hey, shout out Bashy Black Boys. If you know, you know that tweet was blowing up. But yeah, if you know <laughs> ball. <laughs> if you know ball. Uh, and last but not least, man, the team probably closest to challenging Man City. Kenna, do you feel, you know, you've got it to, to push City to the edge and maybe overcome them with your signings? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, we've done... I think the bare minimum of what we needed to do, a Trent backup, it's fine. Um, Cavalio came through the door, that's fine. A Mane replacement, that's fine. So we just go again, man. I think a, a 7 out of 10 window. If we can get a centre midfield, I think that's the glaring gap. But I think we've got enough in the in the bank to, to at least challenge, if not win, the Premier League or Champions League. 
short but sweet. Let's hope your boy Andy can um, back back the chat that you just said. But um, it's what it is, man. It's time to get to the interesting part, the part I love to do before we start the season. It's your VAR Bar Podcast Predictions. Um, right, at the table, I'm going to start it off with C Strider. C Strides, I would like you to give me Actually, first of all, give me your team's expectations coming into the season. So, what, as in Tottenham, yeah? Yeah, that's who you support, right? Um, no, nah, I wasn't too sure. It's hard, obviously. Your dodgy internet, mm, dial-up mm, settings. Bro, it's, it's your dodgy internet, brother. No one else. <laughs> it probably is mine, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so in terms of Spurs, I think we're going to finish third. Um, I would like us to... Get to at least, I don't know, like the quarterfinal, let's say, of the Champions League, realistically, and to win a trophy. That's right, guys, win a trophy, obviously. A lot of people are going to write us off, hasn't happened since 08, but I've got to keep the faith in it that now um, it's going to happen. So, yeah, top four, good Champions League run and a trophy. Um, now, as you mentioned there, you know, you're the one club that's not won a trophy in a while. If you were to say one trophy you'd like to win, or okay, because okay, okay. I'm, I'm, you're, you're Spurs, I'm gonna give you two options. Actually, I'm gonna ask you to give me two options: the well, one that you'd like to win, or the one you don't like. Because... This. What do you mean? Because we're Spurs. Oh man, sorry. Yeah. Oh sorry, sorry, man. Sorry, man. Sorry, sorry. I, I should not be bullying you. The like past on air. is an indicator of the future, man. Like <laughs> that's the way it is. Who's, who's speaking hey, to you? Can let's I? not. Let's not. Big man, just be realistic for once. Let's not, let's not, let's not digress. So, Calvin, who, what would you like to win, and what would you realistically think you could win? Well, I'd like to win the Premier League, obviously, Munoz. But mm-hmm. realistically, a Carabao or mm-hmm. an FA Cup would would be would be fine, man. I'll take that. Uh, snap your hand off for that. Say no more, man. Kenna, let's go straight to you, man. So, um, your team's expectations and. Um, yeah, give me your team expectations. Uh, for me, to win one of Champions yeah. League or Premier League, simple as that. Nice and sweet. How'd that go last year? Um, I, I would like to win every single game next year, but I don't think we're going to. Um, so I'll <laughs> go with I'll, I'll go with Champions League and a, and a trophy. Hey, Tosin, you're going to have to rip for the Arsenal boys here. Hey man, it's 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 with a heavy heart, but um, I think nah. You know what? We were one point off uh, top four with, with that squad, and like I said up top last season, we made improvements. I'm gonna say that we 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 should be able to get top four this year. Um, I think we might be able to drag Spurs and Chelsea a bit closer to us, so we'll definitely be competing for third or fourth, man. So yeah, third and fourth will be a good season for sure. Uh cool. So Calvin, back to my original question then. Give me your top six in order of mm, how should yeah, let's go from bottom up. So from six, five, four, three, two, one. Cool. So sixth I think will be United, fifth Arsenal, fourth Chelsea, third Spurs, second Liverpool, and first City. Okay, so you're going City for the win and Arsenal United missing out on um, champs. But Spurs being the closest to the two big ones. Okay, I like that. I like that one still. Um, Kenna, what's yours, bro? 
I've got sixth Chelsea, fifth United, fourth Arsenal, Spurs a distant third, City second, Liverpool first. So you're going for your backing your team to win, yeah? I hear that, I hear that. And nice of you to put Arsenal in the top four, yeah? You think we're going to bridge the gap? Quite interesting there, you've pushed. Oh man, about Jesus, man. I've been a fan for, for years and people can testify. The Don will, will, he'll be the difference. And you're snatching the trophy back off City, yeah? Bro, it has to come back eventually, man. All right, say no more. Hey, Jake, hit me with your top six, bro. Uh, literally the exact same as Strider, I believe. Sixth United, fifth Arsenal, fourth Spurs, third Spurs, second Liverpool, first City. Okay. Like he said, you feel Chelsea will get back, will we'll retain the top four. Um, surprisingly, you've put Spurs above Chelsea. That must have pained. Yeah, I don't like it, but I mean, we all we all do things to ourselves we don't like. So, <laughs> like, a realist, hey Jake. Yeah, exactly, mate. The, the hate in my heart lives on, and that's I will live for that the whole time. But yeah, that that's unfortunately what I think. All uh, right, and Tosin, what's yours, bro? Yo, man. Um, so I got United finishing sixth. I've got Chelsea in a very close battle for fourth, finishing fifth. I've got Arsenal finishing fourth. Got Spurs finishing third. So this is man. I don't want to. <laughs> this one, this top two was difficult for me, but and I feel as if that that Harland disaster Mom. might be a bit reactive in it, man. But right now, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say right now I'm gonna say City just say it, bro. And Liverpool first, just on the basis that Liverpool there was not much in it between them last year. They're going to have like the hunger in their belly to, to get the, to win the title. And on top of that, because City more or less played without a number nine last year, there might be a bit of a transitional period dealing with obviously Hallam coming into the team, playing through the number nine. So for that reason, I think Liverpool might be able to sneak in it. So yeah, Liverpool first. All right, say no more, man. Um, and for the ones that couldn't make it today that sent their predictions, Andy, our resident Liverpool fan, had United sixth. Chelsea fifth, Arsenal fourth, Chelsea, um, Spurs third, City second, and of course his team first. Um, Peter, our resident United fan, had Arsenal sixth. <laughs> yeah. I'll do that guy in What's your neck, innit? Come back into the race now, yeah? Are you, you're running. Man was running from the grind last year. Try to put Arsenal sixth. Say nothing, bro. Say nothing. Say nothing, bro. <laughs> hey, praise oh, for listening. You've got you've oh, got mail, my guy. You got that first class oh, signed delivery mail coming, bro. Um, so yeah, praise at Arsenal sixth. Um, praise at Spurs fifth. Um, he had United fourth, Chelsea third, Liverpool second, and City first. Man, you know what? Um, he didn't so, even yeah. believe in that. Like there was no chest in that in that prediction. <laughs> Hey, listen, lads, he's not on air, so he can't defend himself, so I won't have any backlash on Prez, okay? He will answer for his for his predictions one day, don't worry. And um, last but not least, Shalom. Boy! I don't even... I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that long the sixth, yeah. Oi, who's missing from this list, boy? Let me just tell you now, lads. Well, obviously, in the top six, we've always had the same teams. But Shalom has missed out one of the teams that we've been mentioning in his list and has brought in a new team. Any guesses to that who that team's going to be? Newcastle. Any um, more guesses? 
Villa. Villa. I'll go West Ham. Hey, Jake, you've won. Shalom had West Ham at sixth, Chelsea fifth, Spurs fourth, <laughs> Arsenal third, City second, and Liverpool first. So um, an interesting one there for my um, fellow Gunnar, <laughs> Crofty. Um, I was expecting Arsenal to be top of that list, boy. No, Shalom. Boy. <laughs> hey, I, 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 unfortunately, Shalom, Shalom and Andy are probably nursing off a hangover. They were at a wedding this weekend where say, um, Shalom... <laughs> but no, 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 no. There might have been an update to Shalom's um, list. Uh, word in the street is that Shalom said to Andy Arsenal will be finishing first. But hey, I can't, I can't, I can't confirm. <laughs> I can't confirm those allegations right now. So yeah. Um, I did also ask the boys to give me the top goal scorer. Um, again, so let's go around the table, boys. Calvin, who's who's getting it? Yo, you can't. Uh, he, he doesn't want to say most of does he? My internet is just, honestly, at the minute, I feel like I'm in, yeah, I'm in a cave yeah, yeah. or something. It's mad. Um, man, man was yeah. at me. Man was at me. Nah, it's, it's, it's definitely me. It's definitely me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Top goal scorer. I need to sort this out. Top goal scorer. Uh, so, Harold, man, what do you mean? Like, he's, uh, he's uh, yeah, he's, he's bringing the, the boot home, man, 100%. Mm. All right, then. Uh, so, Calvin there with backing his fellows, well, his Spurs man, Harry Kane. Um, Kenna, who's getting top goal scorer? Bro, is, is that even a question? More, more yeah, Salah. Bro. Come on, more man. Salah. He's about to match <laughs> Thierry Henry's four golden boots this season. Can you imagine? He's got three in five seasons. He's going to do four in six. That, that, that's mad still. We've got to give him Salah flowers for that if he does do it as well. Um, Jake? Yeah, Mo Salah. Until he gets knocked off, he's the one. Jeez. Um, Tosin. Yeah, man. I mean, Mo Salah's going to cut in from the wing, look up and see Darwin Nunes and just unload the clip, man. So, yeah. And then, yeah, that's, that's everyone from here. So, um I would just like to also apologise. Char sent his predictions quickly. He put United sixth. Sorry, he put Arsenal sixth. Um, like his boy Prez. Boy, yeah. He put United sixth. I'm so confused. I keep saying United sixth, but I'm seeing Arsenal sixth for some reason. So yeah. Char, our United boy, put Arsenal sixth. United fifth. Chelsea fourth. Spurs third. Liverpool second and City first. His top goal scorer is Kane. Andy's top goal scorer is Salah. Um, and then Pete put Harry Kane, and then Shalom said um, Salah. So it's Wait, a, you didn't say Gary a... Jesus. Nah. <laughs> well, on a we... road though, on a road though, like Arsenal, we finished eleven points above United last season with <laughs> a, a I'm forward for six goals in all comps. Yeah. So I'm trying to understand the thought process. I'm trying to do the maths. I'm trying to do the maths. Something. <laughs> recoup those 11 points and then finish above us but alright man they'll get their chance innit they'll get their chance I, I, I'm really <laughs> trying to use the maths here I'm, I'm, I'm adding on I'm dividing like I don't know how but hey they, they must see something that we don't see boy um, this one's an interesting one I'm really going to go around the table for this one actually Tosin I need to get yours I think you may have said the same guy I asked the guys who their top flop will be for the season and everyone said Nunes man that is mad. Tosin, who did you go for? Man, I'm going to have to throw it out there, man. Richarlison is not that guy, man. 
So I feel as if he's going to really struggle to break that front three at Spurs. I don't really think he's going to have that much of an impact. Obviously, Tottenham dropped a bit of bread on him. So, boy, I think it's going to be Richarlison still. And Kenna, you didn't but submit like, one. Who do you think is going to be the floor? Wait, 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 hold up. Well, 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 actually, no, no, go on, go on, Calvin. I know you're going no, to... I was going to ask, ask, ask Toves quickly. I, um, it's not even a Tottenham-Arsenal thing. Just on that, like, what are you expecting? Like, what makes him a flop in terms of... Because obviously, he's not going to come in and really um, break the front three. It's hard to when you've got two world-class players in Swan and Kane. So he's in as like For a me, rotational that, type that, player. That, that's a... Well, to, 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 to respond, man, I think that's, a, that's an issue in itself where... Is he not at the level where he's not good enough to break the front three? Like, I mean, because if you're if you're spending that money on him, surely you're he's gonna get sufficient game time, which I don't think he will. I don't think he's even good enough to break the front three. That's my issue in itself, man. So based on the based on the, the price tag anyway, it's gonna be a flop for me. M enough. for bench player. Yikes. No, but this is the thing though. This is the thing though, yeah. When you don't have any cover and then something happens, i.e. an injury, suspension, whatever could happen in a season. And you look and you see Lucas Moura and Burbank, that's the issue. Do you know what I'm saying? Like all top players, all top teams, sorry, have players on the bench of quality. So my issue get with, my, my issue with Richarlison, G, is what do you think his best position is? He, he's, well, he's, for me, left-sided player who can do a job as a nine as well. But he's a left-sided player. Like if, if we're talking Kulu, if we're talking Son, like, He's not going to get on either wing, bro. Like I think he's going to struggle to really impose himself in that team. I don't think when he comes on, it, it will be a like for like sub. Like so, for me, even the transfer in itself is a bit booky because positionally, he'll I end mean, up playing on the right not, side, right? In reality, you know, he'll end up playing. Do you know on what the I right. mean? Yeah. But it, like, when, yeah. when have we really seen Richarlison flourish on the right side? Like, do you know what I mean? But I think more than anything, I don't want to like obviously go into it too much. But more than anything, is to have a player who can come in and play down the middle when we want to give Kane a rest. Because Kane should not be running out and playing against Oxford City or these dead teams in, in the FA Cup. Well, that's what he has to do because we've got no depth. So now we've got a player... So you needed to pay 60 for that? No, nah, but at the end of the day, he, it's not just that as well, but it's quality in other games. He can come on in the Premier and change games certain times. Richarlison is very, very good off the ball runner. So like when Kane does drop into into spaces, he could run in behind. And I think, I think he'll do well. But look... I, I respect your opinion. I just look forward to improving your own. Mm. Saying that, and that's what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. That smoky talk. Smoky. Um, Kenna, you didn't give us um, a top flop, apart from obviously everyone saying Nunes. Tosin's answered with Tardison. Who's yours, Kenna? Bro, I was stuck between two Spurs Donnies, man. Um, one I had was Clement Longley. I don't think people understand my hatred for Clement Longley. <laughs> This is one of the worst centre-halves I've ever seen in my whole life. He dropped the biggest disaster class in a Champions League game I've ever, ever witnessed. So he's probably number one. But a close second. Uh, one last thing. I don't think Longley is even better than Ben Davis. Don't be surprised if Ben Davis gets more minutes at left side centre-half than Clement Longley. So that's one. Second one, uh, Bissouma. I've never been a big fan of Bissouma. Of, yet yeah, he's Rah. decent. He's nah. decent, but again, I don't think I don't think he's an improvement on Benteke or Hoiberg. I truly don't think that. I think he'll be a rotational guy, yes, but he's not going to be transformational as loads of people think. Oh, Bissouma coming in, he'll strengthen that. No, I think even um, next week, I won't be surprised if it's Hoiberg and Benteke in the middle of the park. I won't be surprised. 
Hey, I can't lie. I was not expecting that one. Calvin. Calvin. No, because we all know. Let's keep it apart. We all know Kenneth has shit. So what is man smoking now? (laughs) Yeah, when Basuma's on the bench next week, when when Basuma's on the bench next week and the Clement Longley is dropping a disaster class. Listen, listen, Basuma might well be on the bench next week. He might be on the bench next week. Like he's a new player, he's not. But he will eventually be in the eleven. He will eventually be starting week in week out. Who, who do you see him ahead of? Hoiberg. Hoiberg, yeah, we bent and calling Basuma, hundred percent, hundred percent. Say less. Um, say less. Listen, Basuma walks into your midfield as well, by the way. So, bro, he wow, make the, wow, he's not even like wow, wow, he doesn't, he doesn't make it at all. He doesn't make the probably the bro. the eighteen man squad, bro. He doesn't. I'm bro, sorry. He walks into your midfield. <laughs> Walks in ahead sorry. of Sorry, you're right. Sorry, I'm Have sorry. <laughs> and this is why we love to do the predictions, boy. Um, quick one though. Andy did give two, which obviously I allowed. Um, this is one for the United fans. He thinks Sancho's gonna flop again. <laughs> you can't. But, oh, okay, right, sure, sure. Jake, go on, 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 Jake, go on. <laughs> We're literally saying flop signing, and he goes a guy from a year ago. Like, no, oh no, no. man, mm, boy, listen, I can. I, I gave it to him. You know, I said, why not, man? Let's let's give it to him. Let's give it to uh, him because. Okay. He might... that like a oh, do you know what? I'm going to call Kepa's going to be the worst player this year. Let's do that. Oh, Ross Barkley. <laughs> Ross Barkley will be the worst. Like, like, bro, did not do the assignment. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, but no, let's not. In my list, I nearly said Saliba because he actually hasn't played a, a Premier League game for Arsenal. Yeah. I, I nearly went Saliba, but yeah. I, I, I don't hate that as much, but Sancho, who has a year in the Prem to do what he did again or even worse, like, I mean, fair enough if you can see it, but it's just, yeah, like, you got to pick someone new. That's the whole fucking point, but... That one really got to Jake. I hear it. I hear it. I like rules. Um, <laughs> Um, and then it came down to um, who we think is going to get the golden glove. I'll just go through everyone's predictions. I mean, Ken and Tosin, can you give me your golden glove? It's it's staying in Anfield, isn't it? So yeah, man. Allison. I mean, it's, it's Allison, man. Like best centre back in the world, bro. Like Jeez. there's no real debate in front of him. Like so, yeah. Yeah, it was basically a toss between Allison and Edison. Um, Andy going Allison, Kenner going Allison, Pete Shalom and Prez going Allison, but Calvin, Jake, and Steven said Edison. Um, and last but not least, guys, I'm going to go around the table one last time. The three to get relegated. I'm going to start with you again, Calvin. If your hamsters are working, yeah, I can do it for you. <laughs> you're mocking it. Can you loud and clear, man? Um, relegation. Bournemouth, Fulham, and Leeds. Boy, yeah, Leeds. Leeds were lucky to stay up, man, last season. But it could. And that Fulham, man, that yo-yo club. What's so Fulham are cutting, and then what? Who's coming back? Who's Norwich are coming back up? You see it happen, man. Um, Kenna, what's your bottom three? Honestly, this might be the only time me and Strides um, agree with each other this season. This is the only one. Bournemouth, Fulham, Leeds, hundred and ten percent. Boy, um, Jake. Um, so I grew with two of them. I went Bournemouth and Fulham, but um, I actually went Everton. I went good old Frank to keep to put them down. I think the difference for me between them and Leeds is Leeds have actually like yes they've lost Rafinha and Phillips, but they've made I mean how many signs they made? They've signed Rocker from Bayern. They've signed Aronson, um, Rasmus in the right back, Sinistera. 
They're welcoming back Bamford. I, I, I think there's a lot more room for improvement in Yorkshire, whereas with Everton, I mean, who have they signed now? McNeil and Tarkowski and Vinegar or Vinagre, as he may want to be called. Like, Vinegar or who? And a quick one for... Go on, go on, Kenna. Just the last one. I think for Forrest, for me personally, the difference will be Steve Cooper. Like this, this Donnie as a coach and as a manager, he's going straight to the top. He's a top, top coach. So don't be surprised if um, if Forrest do a. Do you remember Leeds in their first season of where they're basically pushing for top half? I won't be surprised if they do that. Hey, it'll be it'll be, it'll be a big achievement for you, man, for them, man, as well. Like you said, like what Wolves, what Wolves did as well. Wolves said something similar, and like I said, Leeds. But they might not get. They might get that burn as well the season after if they do stay up. So. It'll be interesting to see. Um, everyone else's predictions. Andy said Forest, Fulham, Southampton as well. That's one new one to come down. Um, we had Peter with Forest, Fulham and Leeds as well. Shalom also said Fulham, um, Forest and Leeds. Um, so, you know, some, some, some recurring teams. Um, Stephen actually went for Brentford to go down with Forest and Fulham. So, yeah, man, it's, it's coming to that time. And um, before we close the bar, for our listeners, it's coming to that time. We've got some heavy FPL dons in this chat. Shout out Jake for getting the highest achievement. We had our winner last season. And, yeah, we're going to do it again, guys. Our FPL league will be starting up this week. Please get yourself involved. We'll be giving up the details. And as per every year we've done this, we will be giving away a shirt of your choice for the upcoming season. So that's right. If you win our FPL league, like our previous winners, we will hit you up in the DMs and we will get you a shirt of your choice for the upcoming season. <laughs> um, all you got to do is obviously be in the fantasy. You got to be following us on at least the Insta and on the Twitter. You got to go be an active member as well. We'll be making sure you're active. Um, but yeah, it's coming to the crunch time. Obviously, our own boys could win it. Jake was close to winning it. Um, just, just don't finish last, boys. That's what we're saying. <laughs> Boy, you don't want to be like sack of potatoes as well. So yeah. That name, man. What the hell? We want to say some Legendary. good names at all. Like, Legendary. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? It's been good to be back hosting again. I am. Buzzing for the Premier League to kick off again this Friday. The Gooners are away to Palace. Hey, I'm feeling good. Don't let me down, boys. It's been a pleasure being back in the bar with my guys. Hey, like I said, keep up in the socials. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. 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 Hey, guys.